All of you guys that have given me so much love since yesterday, since my husband passed away, I appreciate you and I love you. And that's from the bottom of my heart. Many times people don't turn around and say thank you. So I'm just turning around and saying thank you. But today, you guys, put on your seat belts. Ooh! You know how things never happen by accident. It's no accident that I met this couple, y'all. They have an incredible story of how God has turned their whole life around. So we are here today to give us some thanks living, y'all. I yeah. hope you hear me. We thankful for everything that God has done for us. We know Thanksgiving is on Thursday. And I just wanted to bring them on to just share some some challenges because the thing today is the journey continues y'all and this is going to be powerful so i want you to stay tuned i want you to listen up and i want you to learn because that's all we're here for is just give you some information that can change your life so can i have y'all introduce yourself the armstrongs hello uh, miss cheryl i'm pastor rodney t armstrong yes of the true vine missionary baptist church yes all the way in the big city of ferris <laughs> texas big city, go <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Dominique Armstrong, uh, yes. also known as Lady D. Lady D. All right. Yes. Awesome. 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 Well, do y'all want to tell us where you're from or anything like that? Any background information or just go straight into the lessons? Um, well, um, I grew up in a small town 20 miles south of Dallas, mm -hmm. uh, which is in Ferris, Texas, where I okay. reside as the pastor. Um Currently going on seven years as being the pastor there. Uh -huh. um, just a country boy that loves God and yes. have a story to tell how God allowed my um, past to be the model of my life that the journey continue. Absolutely. Uh, and in life, U-turns are allowed. Ooh, wee, you better say it. Y'all, I hope you heard him. He done already dropped a nugget. U-turns are allowed. Yes, ma'am. Guess what? It don't matter where you've been. It's where you're going now. Yes, ma'am. So you can make a U-turn. Okay, what about you, Lady D? I love that. I didn't know about <laughs> Lady D. Now I'm going to be saying Lady D, Lady D. <laughs> right. 
Um, so I hail from Oak Cliff. All right, Texas. Oak Cliff in the house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Grand Prairie, but okay. uh, I would just say my testimony has been uh, how the favor of God will always find you when you wait. Oh, I love uh, that. My waiting has not always been patiently waiting, okay. but uh, I can definitely uh, see that God moves yes. uh, when you wait on him. Absolutely. Um, in everything you do absolutely i love that so y'all we're gonna really get into some deep stuff today for several reasons for number one i'm i'm grieving my husband's death so that's one thing and i know pastor you being a pastor you know what grief is all about yes ma'am. so tell us a little bit about your story of how you assist people that are grieving well uh one of the key things i've learned not to ask people um when they grieve uh why they're grieving is how you doing Right. Uh, because I feel like that's one of the most craziest questions <laughs> to ask someone, how you doing? Right. Um, but what I've learned is because I went through grieving, too, mm-hmm. uh, 10 years ago with my father. Yes. Uh, and for six months, so I was very angry at God because yeah. uh, my my father was an upstanding person who loved everybody in spite of yes. who they were. And so I had to learn then that God gives and God takes. Yes. Uh, and when God loans people uh, to us, we That's ought to it. be appreciative That's it. of to how long he loaned them to right. us because uh, he is the author and the finisher of our story. Absolutely. So when it comes to grieving, uh, I learned to allow the good days to our way to bad. Yeah. Uh, one that I learned is that when you do right by people while they're here. Yeah. Grieving is a lot easier when they're gone. Definitely. And so uh, me doing a lot of funerals and doing a lot of eulogies, uh, many people, um, they want to grieve and tell people how much they love them when they're gone. Hello. But But love is an action word. And so uh, when people grieve, (laughs) you can often tell at the funeral who didn't go go see them. (laughs) (laughs) You can often tell who really took mom a plate or whoever. And so when they grieve, um, I've seen people sit on the front row and never cry. Right. Because they did all they could do while they was here. So that makes grieving a lot better. Absolutely. One thing about it is uh, we can never get used to death. Right. Right. Uh, death is something you can tell it's going to happen tomorrow. It's, we'll never get used to right. it. Right. Absolutely. But in the process of grieving, you learn to accept what God allows. Absolutely. And so my encouragement when um, I give people at least 24 to 40 hours if I'm real close to them. Right. Because at the time, you don't want to talk to nobody. Right. 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 You don't have really a lot of words to right, say. Right. 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 Uh, even as a preacher, I didn't have, you know, I didn't know. What to say? Yeah. What to say? Because I was in a loss for words. So I try to give people time to process it first. Absolutely. And so while they're grieving, and you can't just flood them. And if you need me, I'm here. And yeah. But then, you know, second of grieving, don't tell people you're going to be there if you're really not. Hello. Mm -hmm. I think it's a cliche. Yeah, it is. It is. And then after the phone calls, a few, you know, you got to really start grieving. That's it. Because life becomes. Uh, back void. normal uh-huh. that we know right. of. normal so. and you have that void absolutely yes ma'am and i know lady d you know this well because we live in a facility with the population is pretty older so we see grief a lot we see a lot of death so tell me how you've approached it um so i always try to i guess look out for the well-being of uh the residents yes. you know and um I'm putting together something uh, hopefully next month that Mm -hmm. we can do uh, where we can just sit down and talk through feelings because a lot of times 
Um, I will definitely say this. God particularly put me yes um, there location for yes. a reason. Um, Absolutely. And I, for one, I think definitely because of uh, patience, but then also for me to just kind of sit in things. I'm I'm a very busybody type person. Okay. Uh, my career has been what twenty years. I've been doing this, and okay. so um, now I literally see people age in place. But I don't necessarily look at it as a bad thing. Like my husband said, it, it's it's learning to appreciate people where they are. Where they are. You know, yes, because, and so I think it's actually helping me um, help others when it comes to grief. Yes. Um, because, of course, residents, they're like, you know, so-and-so passed away or so-and-so, uh, you know, is doing pretty bad. And, uh, and I'm like, well, we're going to pray for them, um, yeah. you know, and... You know, they had a good life, you know. And so it's just focusing on the legacy that people right. are leaving. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, exactly. More than the fact that they're sick or whatever the case may be. So, um, and then honestly, I've seen some very strong spouses, right. you included, um, <laughs> just this year alone. Right. You know, wow. where you wonder, you know, how they're going to cope with it. They've been married 60, 70 years. Wow. Yeah. And then it happens. Mm-hmm. And and like my husband said, they uh, you could tell that they loved them the best they could. Right. Absolutely. You could tell. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I just know this for my perspective being there. God told me to move. Yeah. So we were in a five bedroom house and, and God was very clear that it was time for us to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rodney had been sick for six years. And I knew I needed a place, not just a regular apartment. I needed a place that was active, that had people that talked to you, all of those things that I needed. So I see now that was the will of God for me to be there. Because I can go down on any given day down there and somebody's going to be down there that will take a minute and really minister to me. You know, and even during the... The last Wednesday when we had the Bible study, that was powerful. Not that we don't enjoy you, Pastor, but (laughs) that time of us just talking to each other, that was absolutely powerful. So I do know that God moves in mysterious ways, and we've just got to listen. Listen to what he has for us, and just be that blessing to as many people as we can while we can. Amen. Yeah, definitely. So I wanted to jump over to The Journey Continues. Tell us about that. How did you decide on that? How did that become your brand? Well, life took me down a road that was very unexpected. Uh-huh. Um, some stuff, some things that, um, decisions I made that were very um, not good. Yeah. You know, uh, long story short, um, I, I knew I had a purpose in life, but I made some decisions and went down some uh, roads that was um, very crooked. Not crooked, but just uh, not not the smartest decision right, to make. Right. And so then I met a guy named Harold Smith at the time of that chapter in my life. Uh, and he was always pouring into me of yes. purpose and potential. Yes. Um, and I thank God I met him. I actually seen him about five years ago at a Dairy Queen. Oh, wow. And, uh, and we embraced each other. But that man gave me a different outlook on what life was. Right. Uh, I knew from a, a younger age uh, at, as a child that I had a purpose, but... You know, sometimes you run with the wrong crowd. Yep, yep. You do some things you're not supposed to right, do. Right, right. God Absolutely. slap you in your hand. <laughs> yep, yep, he ch- he chastises you. Yes. And so then I had to remember that my past is my past. Right. One of the most powerful books that I ever read 
back then was the purpose of driven life rick oh, yeah. warren yeah, yeah that's a good and rick warren uh stated in one of his chapters that your past is your past yeah and so in the, my journey continued the reason why i used that slogan that logo that brand so much is because i had to forgive myself yeah yeah many people um stay stuck in certain chapters in life when they right. don't have to right. right and so i had to then after all my bad decisions after all the things that i went through I had to first forgive myself. Yes. And I realized in forgiving myself, I had to pick myself up, wipe myself off. Right. And remember the purpose that God had in me. Absolutely. And so then as I began to realize that everyone has a journey. Yep. uh, Cancer patients have a journey. Yep. Athletes, sports, um, professional, football, Mm -hmm. college, high school. Right. uh, Everybody have a journey. Uh, Divorce. Right. Widows. Everybody. Everyone has a journey. So yes. the definition of journey is to travel to one chapter to another in life. Wow. Uh-huh. And so when I really embraced that, I was sitting in Southern Bible Institute College with one of my friends named um, Choice, uh, uh, Juan Choice, his last name. Uh-huh. And uh, we was always talking about the journey, the journey. And finally, we looked at each other <laughs> one day. and We were like, man, the journey continued. Wow. And so I went and got a T-shirt made and a hat made. And I was like, and everywhere I went, everybody was like, where, where did you get that from? And I began to tell them my story because right. I just told the church Sunday, never stop telling your testimony. Absolutely. Because regardless of how much it seems stale to someone else. Yes. There's somebody else that you it's meet in fresh. life it's that fresh, needs to hear your testimony. Absolutely. And so with the journey continue, I really embraced it because I began to. Uh, pouring the people that yeah. chapter alone of the journey continued. And so it has several labels and titles. You know, there's yeah. a place down the road called Stop and Fix It. Wow. U-turns or allow. Wow. Uh, don't be a me too fool. Wow. And so I'm currently working on a book, Journey yeah, Continue. I want to do the phase up. one, you phase need to hurry two. Up, that's because if I would have stopped oh, yeah. in the chapter that hurt me. Right. That I would have missed my beautiful you wife. You would have missed your wife. I would have missed blessings. the church. Yep. I would have missed all the things that God, that God is doing for me right now. Right. Uh, we was praying this morning. We were like, man, God has really opened up the door um, just this year alone. Wow. And this journey That's has awesome. really been where we are. And you know right. what we're going through. And, right. Uh, at the church, the church is really going. If I would have really stopped in that all chapter, I would have missed. missed Everything God has for me. Y'all, stop right there. Stop right there. (laughs) Audience, I hope y'all hear me. I hope y'all's heart is beating as fast as mine. Y'all, if he would have stopped, I hope you heard it. Many times we give up. Many times I think about the teenage mom that have a baby at 16, 17, and they think, oh, my life is over. Nobody loves me anymore, whatever, whatever. But you don't know. That child could be Barack Obama. That child could be anybody. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you have in your hands, y'all. So when you decide, hey, I'm going to use this adversity. I'm going to use. I've used Rodney's life, y'all, the whole six years. I've chronicled. What is it called? Chronicled or I've shown his life to others through Facebook, y'all. And some people are like, oh, put on his glasses and all his eyes and that. Yeah, everybody who loved me and know me know my husband was blind. So if one eye was going one way and one eye was going the other, if you love me, Why that don't matter to right, you. Right. You just gonna look at him and still because he's still smiling at you. He was one of those type of people that it didn't matter who you were or what you had or none of that. He loved people. So I hope you hear what he's saying. Don't let anything stop you from what God has for you. Right. But many times it's opening up and knowing you're getting to that place in your life where you say, God does have something for me. 
Y'all, it took me 40 years old before I opened my mouth. But when I opened it, I promised God, God, I'm going to be your ambassador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I'm going to give you my all. I'm not going to half step. Many of us, many times, half step. I want you to give it all. If you want to be my friend, I want it all. Right. I want to know the good, bad, and the ugly. So we can celebrate together. We can cry together. And just be honest. I have people that I can call right now. Girl, last night was tough. I was scared as I'll get out, you know. <laughs> but I can make those calls and just be honest because he died at home. Yeah. So I'm going to be scared. I'm scary. So it's like I'm going to have to walk through going back to the bedroom because right now I'm on the couch. But <laughs> I got to do what I got to do right now, y'all. So just be honest and know that God has a purpose and a plan for your life. Okay, Lady D, tell us about. I'm trying to think how to word it professionally tell us about how you handle challenges maybe i'll say it like that um oh okay <laughs> however you want to i have to continue i have to so here's the thing i i've always before i met my husband uh-huh. i always prayed to god i i say i had a sierra prayer before sierra knew she had a prayer <laughs> uh, and i had to go back to the drawing board a couple times wow uh, and finally say okay lord uh, yeah i'm not gonna write down what i want because obviously you keep giving me <laughs> Exactly what I'm asking for, but then I forget other things. And oh, so yeah. um, I would say how I handle it now is I just I put it in God's hands. Yeah. I, I constantly um, I would say this being a being a pastor's wife. Yeah, is a blessing for sure. It's a blessing. It's a covering. My, my husband is my covering. Right. Uh, he is the epitome of a provider and a protector. Right. Um. And so for me, uh, just reminding myself that in everything I do, I still have I have to be a Christian first. Right. Absolutely. I have to be a Christian first. So absolutely. As challenging as it can be, um, you know, dealing with certain uh, sore points and certain right. things that we right. have to deal with in right. our building. Right. Um, I still have to remain a Christian. You right. know, someone said to me yesterday, uh, we we getting better. We we walking that walk, and I'm like, okay, just yeah. Thank you for tapping me. <laughs> but like you say, you have to have those friends, and the right. the beauty is I ha- I'm surrounded by coworkers right. uh, that are Christians as well, and yes. we we check each other. That's good. We check each other. That's so good. so that that's how I stay afloat. Uh, not only that, I think in our building it's it's a lot of transparency that was hard for me and writing when we first moved yeah. in. right yeah. that right. was very hard because we were like okay why are they so nosy right and now right. It, it's more like their family yeah yeah, yeah. Like, they want to know like, what's going on right. they yeah. want to know like what's going on are you okay yeah i, I heard you was sick yeah and now it's like oh no i'm fine um but but yeah it it just that that Naked, nakedness absolutely uh, that absolutely. i've had to come because i'm i'm kind of a quiet person so right so for me my my i'm gonna say challenge has been i want to make sure as a younger woman that you're covered i want to make sure that it's not gonna get so bad where you're in the bathroom crying so it's for me i pray for your strength amen I pray that you could endure every dart that's thrown your way because that's not easy. Especially you're human. Those things hurt. Those words hurt. All of those things hurt. So I know for me, I've spent my entire career working with pretty much people that don't look like me. And people say, oh, how do you always get those jobs and da-da-da-da? 
I know I'm sent by God. Right. So it don't have nothing to do with my skin color. It don't have nothing to do with my degree. It's where God wants me to be. So I see you on assignment there. You have a job to do there. And until that job is finished, you will be there to do it. So that's what my prayer is for you, that you will continue to get strength. And not let, not that it's not going to hurt, but it, maybe it'll hurt for five minutes. Wow. It, it won't hurt for an hour. You know what I'm saying? It'll hurt, but it's like, okay, okay, it's just her again. Oh, well, no big deal, you know. So as we grow in the faith and as we grow in our maturity. So for me, like I said, I didn't start talking. I was just Rodney's wife up until 40 years old. I didn't talk very much. I was wow. just, oh, I'm just Rodney's wife. As a matter of fact, one church we went to, they didn't even know my name. They just knew I was Rodney's wife. Wow. He's very outgoing and very, you know, oh, laughing and uh, the, uh, what is it, the life of the party and all that. And I would just be back in the background. So I look at that, and as I began to change, I see what God was doing. God needed to elevate me up and out. To know that I have purpose as well, not just only a wife, but I have purpose to be a um, CEO and do all the things I need to do and conduct business and do all of this. Because he knew Rodney would get sick. And I would have to rise up and take care of everything. So I see you rising up. And this may be your season of, you know, you may have to do some pruning of some friends that may not be with you or whatever. You may have to do a whole bunch of things, but I can see your... I can see your development even in the couple of months you've been there already because I know it's been difficult. So I just pray for you and for everything that you're going through. I wanted to share that with you because many times we don't share our our expectations and our what we feel about people and all that. That's important for you to know. So I, I appreciate it. Welcome, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, Pastor, tell me this. Yes, ma'am. As you counsel adults or children, either one, but you can tell me from your perspective, whichever one is most valuable to you. Um, tell me, how do you get them to go through the storm? So say, for instance, they've made some mistakes. You know, hey, you did X, Y, and Z or whatever. How do you get them to realize that God still loves you? You still have purpose. That's funny you asked that because just this past Sunday I talked about gifts. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, because God has allowed, uh, given everyone gifts. Right. Whether you just like the Bible, you have one, you have three, or yep. you have five. Yep. We all have a gift. Yep. And you cannot abort the assignment. Hello. Because you go through. Right. Because your gift might just be for one person. Hello. And mm. so I got a phrase that I always say God subtracts in order to add. Wow. He divides in order to multiply. Oh, wow. But in life, God keeps score better than man. Ooh, I like so that. So while you're going through, yeah. remember that there's a purpose. Right. You were saying it earlier. Uh, Sometimes your purpose do not feel good. Right. Sometimes your purpose is uncomfortable. Yes. So my whole key thing is to remind people that God has instilled something inside of you right that may help somebody along the way yes i leave you with this i used to get so angry because i would go through the tears the pain yeah the heartaches uh, i would sit in the school of life yeah. and and experience so much emotions and all kind of things and then god would tell me to give a grade to somebody else wow so i have went through all this pain yeah <laughs> i have experienced all this turmoil yeah. all this you know, everything. Right. And God say, okay, give somebody the grade. Oh, So wow. what I mean by give somebody the grade is that God will take you through. 
Yep. Just to help somebody else. Yep. The next mm-hmm. day. Yep. And so, so why you think it all? It's, it's not about us at all. Every day we wake up, it's not about us. Yep. It's about us helping somebody along the journey. Right. Absolutely. To encourage them, I'm like, hey, I just went through that. Hello. Hey, God just brought me out of. Uh-huh. My dad just died. Hello. My daughter just, you know, in the wreck. Right. Whatever it is. Right. God will take you through the school of life in order for somebody else to get the grade. Yep. That they may wow. understand that they have purpose. Right. And so the Bible said God gets the glory. Hello. Definitely. Seen and unseen. Absolutely. And so when we realize that you have a job to encourage your brothers and sisters. Right, right. The Bible said when I'm weak, you're strong. When you're yep. strong, I'm weak. So yep. uh, we're in a series at the church. I'm, I'm broadcasting the church. That's good. Uh, True Vine, uh, we're in a series that yeah. we're better together. Yes. And so in all that. of that, if we're going to be successful. Uh-huh. Even not only just in the church, in the world. In the life, yeah. The world has taught us to be independent. Right, right. Teach us, you know, everything. You don't have to be around nobody. Right, right. Just, just, you know, just my world and my family. No, it's our whole job to work together. together. Yes. And so in order for me to tell somebody, hey, you still got purpose, because your gift may be the gift we need. Hello. To keep the oil going. Yep. And what we're working on. Yep. You know, so. I try to remind people, hey, you got purpose. Right. Now, you're just going through for a little while. Yeah. It's only going to hurt for a little while. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Wipe yourself off. Yeah. Dry your tears. Definitely. And lastly, I tell people, don't cry with tears. Wow. Cry with actions. Ooh, I like that. Because God don't care about all our tears. I, one of the worst things people don't want to know is that God don't care nothing about our emotions. Yep. I believe that. People say, I why believe. would you say that? He don't. Yeah. Because when you have a purpose. Yeah. Jesus had emotions in the Garden of Gethsemane. Right, right. He said, God, Father, if it be any other way, yeah. please let this let cup, this cup That was his yep. emotions talking. Yep. <laughs> he was trying to say, look, it's too hard. When yep. he looked in the cup of life and yep. seen all the stuff we were going to deal with, wow. God does not care about our emotions. Right. He cares about the purpose that he has in you right. for and you to get obedience. the job done. Our obedience. Yes, That's ma'am. what it is. So we got to be obedient. People. Yes, ma'am. we got to be obedient. Whether we think it looks good, feels good, whatever, this is what I'm supposed to do. Sorry. I'm going to be here and I'm going to tell you anyway. Yeah. Whether you like me, kick me out, whatever. I think about that so many times as I go around Dallas-Fort Worth and I'm Connecting with families and telling them this and telling them that. And many times they don't like it. You know, they don't like, you know, if you're going to get state of Texas funds, you got to follow some rules. I'm right. sorry. I'm going to need you to sign right here. And we don't like you know? rules. <laughs> yes, that's uh-huh. it. So uh-huh. just being that advocate, I tell people all the time, just be an ambassador for God. And whatever that looks like for you, you'll know you're on the right path. You'll know. Absolutely true. So tell me, y'all are newly married. How long y'all been married? Oh my gosh! Is it eight eight months? Let me see. Eight what months. month are we in? Yeah. And it's crazy that they make a year. I proposed to it. Post oh, up on my today. It post up on my memory today. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And with that, any new relationship has it been difficult to merge two? <laughs> You're looking like oh my god. <laughs> have it to merge two two. I'm gonna let her go first. Individual lives into one beautiful union. Lady D. Yeah, we say it's it's like ice cubes <laughs> melting water. We pray. That's our prayer. One of our prayers every morning. Lord, continue to melt the ice. But uh, it's been a journey. Yeah, uh, for sure. Because we are both headstrong. Yeah. Um, Real headstrong. And, and a lot of people that know me, I mean, they're shocked to That's see how. Uh, 
I'm not gonna say meek, but how just I, I follow my husband. You're submissive. You know, yeah, I'm submissive. Yeah, that's, that's what you're word. supposed to be. A lot of people be. don't like uh, that. A yeah. lot of people don't like that. They're like, girl, what like, happened to you? What yeah. happened to you? <laughs> yeah. Right? And I'm like, when it's done right and it's done orderly, like why? Why wouldn't I? Hello. I know where my husband. I know that he's not going to lead me astray. Right. I know that he's allowing God to be his head. His head. Hello. So if God is his head, then why wouldn't I allow right. him to be right. my head? Right, 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 right. You know? Definitely. That's and what you so, signed up for. You said so, I knew the rules. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. That's what I signed up for. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but definitely, uh, I would say the challenge, really, how you inspired, uh, you and Rodney inspired us uh, recently, a couple weeks ago, was uh, wow. the <laughs> challenge with... Um, my husband working, yeah. working uh, a lot more than what I'm used to. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I was used to uh, really in the church. beginning <laughs> of our uh, marriage being more so the breadwinner. Yeah. And so, uh, of course, I always prayed for God to shift, shift, shift. And and Rodney prayed for him to shift as well. And and then when he shifted, I'm like, wait a minute, Lord. Yeah, okay. I still want him here. I, I still, <laughs> can, you, can you get him to make money but still stay here? Yeah, like, yeah. And so, um, dealing with that, you know, yeah. uh, we're newlyweds. So, yeah. you know, that shift happens and, um, I wasn't necessarily ready to receive it. And so we were, you know, bickering, uh, a few days and then you came and knocked on the door one night wow. and, and we just, the rest was history. It was just like, wait a minute, what are we doing? Reality like, perfect time. Yeah. Perfect Reality timing. kicked in and we were like, we sitting here fussing about good stuff problems that, good right. problems right good right. Problems. right having more money in the household right. that's a good problem right and and, and we say here this lady is taking care of her, her dying husband, husband. her yeah. dying yeah. he was dying you yeah, know we didn't even know and, yeah. and and we were like what are we doing so yeah. that was definitely a, a gut punch from god right like, what are y'all doing yeah. and it just so happened that his name Rodney, so that, that was even near and dear yeah. to him. He was like, yeah, "That told me up." Yeah, we like, that. Okay. definitely. We went to the arcade that day, and I was like, "Babe, yeah, his name Rodney." I know, I you know, know and just, you know, it was amazing. But well, being newlywed, it's give and take every yeah. day. Right, uh, it's two coming into one. Yes, uh, it's agree and disagree. Yeah, uh, it's my grandmother. My grandmother, uh, they taught us um, not to. And the Bible teaches us not to go to sleep. Angry. Oh yeah, with that anger. Uh huh. And one thing I can honestly say, people are like y'all, 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 you know, y'all tripping. No, mm-hmm. we do not stay mad long. Yeah, yeah. We can have a bow wow wow. You know, yeah. somebody. Yeah. Go edit. Yeah. And maybe five ten minutes, we back up on each other. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I knew. Even my family was so surprised. Like, what? He getting mad? What? He still mad? Like, <laughs> Yeah, you because know, I'm like she say we we headstrong. Yeah, but I learned is that you grow up in two different worlds. Yeah, you know your world may have been you know different from mine, but you too have to forget almost the world you come from, not the discipline, right? And make one. Yeah, because a lot of marriages and relationships don't work. Because you keep well, my mom and them did it like this. Yeah, my grandmama and them did it like this. Right. And so your grandmama and your mom and them. Gone. Yeah. They're not here no more. You yeah. got to make it work for you. Hello. So in all, we have a phrase, and, and she ought to be able to say it with me. We keep outside of outside. No, because when you allow outsiders to come inside yeah. the relationship, 
that comparison comes up. Yep, it does. And then you it begin does. to say, well, they're not doing it like that. So we have to learn. And that's our motto. We keep outsiders outside. Wow. And we don't let what? People take us through what they're going through. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because some people try to tell you, you need to do this. Y'all married need to do that. Y'all young. Y'all need to start having kids. Are you married? Are you happy? <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah, don't tell yeah. me how I need to handle my relationship. Right, right. And so you, one thing we do, we keep God in the middle. We yes. pray every morning when she get overwhelmed with work. I say, hey, hey, let's let's pray. Yeah. And so I believe God is walking. I know God ordained us. Right. Because this wasn't playing. Love not playing. Absolutely. People that look for love, yeah. they don't find it. Right. They find right. puppy love yeah. and yeah. lust and, yeah. you know, but. We didn't plan this. Right. I mean, we met at a cemetery. Right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I told you she was looking at me. I know. She was looking at me. And so, me. And she, <laughs> you know, she's like, well, I enjoyed your sermon. I'm like, yeah, right. You yeah. know, but God ordained this. I mean, through our marriage already, her father was had 30 percent uh, heart mm-hmm. uh, function of his heart. Yeah. Was going through some things and God literally shifted. And put him from the end of the line oh, to the beginning of the line. Wow, that's uh, a us blessing. Praying for him. Yeah, every, yeah. Um, just we can go on and, and on. So much gifts. miracles have happened. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and uh, my, uh, I call her the warden of our church, the TMBC <laughs> warden. And she came in the office one day with tears in her eyes after church, and she said, "Hey, God ordained y'all to wow. be a blessing to a lot of people. That's awesome." And uh-huh. so it's funny on the flyer you put power couple. Yeah. That's what she calls us. Oh, wow. That's what I, uh, one of our aunts that we call our moms, yeah. she calls us power couple. Oh, wow. And you're the third person that calls us powerful. Yeah. Power couple. Yeah. Because God really ordained us. So we, we work on it. Every right. day we work. We know marriages work. A lot of people don't want to work. That's oh, why they jump. absolutely. Yep. It's discipline. Yep. It's it consistently. is. It is. And you just, it's just. And love conquers all. And yeah. un- unselfishness. Yeah. I would say it is taught me. Right. I mean, I don't have children. I, you know, could do, buy, go anywhere I wanted to go. And right. so it was just discipline to honor my husband, you know. Um, and like he said, we don't, we don't have a, we have traditional, but a lot of people even, I'm spoiled. Yeah. I'm spoiled. I understand. I don't do laundry. <laughs> I don't cook. Yeah. This the, the master chef He do it here. all. He, he said, I do it all. He do it all. <laughs> bless my heart. But yeah, he, bless your heart. Bless <laughs> you. <laughs> but he does it with unwavering yeah, commitment. Right. You know, Absolutely. He, he doesn't grunt, moan, any of yeah. that. And so it just, it works for us. And and that's the beauty of it. You have to do what yeah. works for you. There's there's no equation. There's no uh, secret recipe to marriage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you Create know. your own recipe. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Write your it own kinda, book. As y'all are thinking, in my mind, do you know this song? I think it's by Journey. It's called I Want to Know What Love Is. Do, do, find song? that song. Uh-uh, it's not R&B song. It's a pop song. Find that song and I listen to I it. What you're saying is exactly what that song is talking about. I want to know what love is. I think I know and I want you to show me. Yeah, I want and you what to you're, show yes. me. Yes. Yeah. And what you're saying is like, that's what's planned. Yes, yes, I want to feel what love is. That's <laughs> yeah. it. And yeah. I'm thinking about that as you're talking. I'm thinking, there, there are stories I want to know what love is. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's so powerful, so powerful. So as we continue to serve, I know both of y'all love to do things in the facility, oh, at, yeah. you know, at our residence, but also out in the community. So tell us about serving people in the community. Because, you know, you can run up a- across some people that are drug addicts or whatever. How do you serve and know that you're going to be okay? I know some pe- preachers Miss. pack a gun or whatever, but how do you serve? Well, I, I told you earlier I have a background, so um, I know people. And yeah, so, uh, yeah. in serving, and then that's amazing. That's amazing you asked that because tomorrow, mo- uh, Thursday morning, Thursday morning, we'll be uh, me and my wife and some of the ladies at the church. Uh-huh. We'll be in South Dallas, serving, you know, uh, serving yes. Thanksgiving um, dinner, oh, lunch at eleven a.m. That's awesome. Uh, and I've been doing this for six years, and a oh, lot of times people go with me one time. They be like, they. They give them food a certain way, and they yeah. they, they don't want to touch them, and they don't. Yep. Wanna, but they, I say, look, I say, if you gonna act like that, you can. Stay you don't at home. need to come. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because one thing they, they don't need to that. see you make you feel like make them feel like they're not. They're uh, nobody. Nobody. Yeah. And so in serving, I by me having some street. History, you got some thug knowledge. in you. you got some thug I know in you. I can right I now. can feel I can feel where I'm at and yeah. I know where not to go. I know yeah. how long to stay. Right. I know right. not to go at nighttime. Right. Uh, right. Even though I have a friend with me, yeah, you there know. You go, uh, there you go. Uh Smith and Weston don't have a brain, you know. I'm the brain of that. So yeah. Yeah. uh but at the same time, I love serving. Right. I have a right. serving heart. Right, absolutely. Like, I you know, my my feel so bad now that we haven't got me working so much. Oh yeah. I haven't really did the homeless thing. I normally do it every quarter. Wow. I normally go Valentine's Day. Oh. Days that people don't think about yes. them. Yes. I, I go Fourth of July and give them yes. barbecue. Yes. You know, and so I, I try not to give them nothing I wouldn't eat. Yes. Uh, oh, that's so I good. I, and I teach the church: don't give nobody nothing you want. Yeah. You don't want. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so in serving, I love it so much because it gives you a time to really minister. Yes. Uh, because a lot of people, we miss church on the way to church. Hell, ooh, you better say you it, know, Pastor. And so when you see that man say, hey, I want some money. Mm-hmm. So I've got, I've, I've, I got slick with giving my money to the homeless. What you do? And so when I met the light. <laughs> you said I got slick. Yeah, I got <laughs> slick. And so when I met the light now, uh-huh. uh, when they have their sign up, I give them, you know, my wife will tell you, I keep money in the console uh-huh. for them. Yeah. Don't touch it. This is for Right, for the homeless. I prepare to give. Yes. And so when I used to just give them, hey, God bless you. What's your name? I pray for you. So before I give them the money, I say, hey, can I pray with you? So the money's in my hand. Yeah. And my hand is in their hand. Yeah. So after the prayer, I release the money. There you go. And so a lot of times, I don't even know if they want the prayer, <laughs> but they want the money. They want the money. So they, they got to the take prayer. the prayer. Hello. But, you know, it's, it's just a, a way. And then I get their name, and oftentimes I, and some will stick with me, and I pray for them again on Sundays. Yeah. Uh, but I love serving people. Yeah. Reason why, Cyril, because I was real stingy. Oh, wow. Really? I had to learn how to give. Okay. I don't okay. know. He might be watching, or he'll watch it later. My, one of my good cousins, he's a pastor as well, Todrick Miller. Uh, and my other good friend and brother, Tony Monk, and my father, late Rodney Sewell, they taught me how to give. Wow. I okay. was a child that put the candy in his pocket and break it and turn around and eat it. Yeah. Because you didn't want to share it with nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I was a stingy person. I was oh, like, wow. let them get a job. So I've learned how to be right. 
right. A person that gives. Yep. And yep. how can I be a servant, a leader, if I yeah, don't, if you don't show? Give. Mm-hmm. And so one thing at the church, I don't ask them to do nothing I want to do. If yeah. we need to help somebody, yeah. I'm going to start out with the offering. Hello. If I need to go to something, I'm going to start off yeah. with anything we need to do. Right. Right now, tomorrow, uh, when we do Thanksgiving dinner, that's not coming out of anybody's pocket. But I, Wow. We, we, didn't, we don't got a 501c3. Wow. We don't have nobody. Don't, I mean, some people donate during the Christmas holiday. Yeah. But during Thanksgiving, that's come, that comes out of our pocket. Right. Because if you want to give, you got to give from your heart. It's a true sacrifice. And so I love giving and going out to the homeless. And so, like I say, Thursday we'll be doing it this week. And so I'm excited because I haven't been out there in a while. Wow, that is awesome. I love that. I know for me, I also love to give and I'll give and give and give. And many times to my family's detriment, right? Mm -hmm. He's always said, okay, Cheryl, okay. Because I give these elaborate parties and do all this stuff. He said, but wait a minute, what about me? What about this? What about, you know? So I had to make sure that all things are well at home. I remember one of my first ladies when I went to this church several years ago, she said, Cheryl, charity begins at home. She said, if your kids are not, you know, having what they need and you still trying to give to somebody else, she said, that's not good. Make sure your family's good and then give from your overflow. You know, because your responsibility is to your family. So I love that. And I've always told people, make sure you're taking care of your church. Make sure you're taking care of your fellowship, wherever you call home. And do what you need to do there. And then whatever else you could do, yay. You know, but let's do what we were called to do and how we were called to do it. Okay, we have four minutes left. If you wanted to tell us anything, what would you want to tell us about your ministry, about anything you have going on? Anything that y'all want to Uh, share? You want to go quick? Uh, our weight loss. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. So um, two years ago, I went to the doctor, which it was in November, uh, oh. almost two years ago. Okay. Uh, and the doctor told me if I keep going the way I'm going, I won't be here two more years later. Wow. And so I left there in Flower Mound, and um, I left there that day, made a decision uh, to change my life. Okay. And that connected me to another chapter in my life for the journey to continue. Yep. Uh, I was currently 567 pounds. I cannot even believe that. Um, yeah, I was currently 567 pounds. She said, well, even before you have weight loss surgery, uh, people say, well, weight loss surgery, for the uh, that's the easy route. No, it's not because there's a lot of discipline. I had to lose 100 pounds on my own before I can even get on the table. No. Because uh, the table only held, uh, weighed 500 pounds. No. And so I had to lose almost 100 pounds. And so I was so mad because I had lost like 89, <laughs> but I was under the mark, but I wanted to be at 100. Uh, so I realized then that during my weight loss journey, I had just met uh, my wife. Well, at the time, she wasn't my wife. I had just met her. And I said, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do weight loss. Uh, and so I want to do this. And so I had to really tell myself that you can do this. Yeah. I had to really pray. I was on Pump 10 in Flower Mound and QT. I'll never forget it. I cried out to the Lord with tears in my eyes. I said, Lord, I need your help. Yeah. Because I have a lot of purpose left in me. Right. I got a lot of potential left right. in me. Right. And so, I, long story short, I began to just go into the discipline. I began to be consistent. I began, I couldn't even walk five minutes oh, without wow. me breathing hard. And now I can walk five miles a day. Oh, yeah. True story. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And so, and now the journey have took me from 567 to 298 pounds. Wow. Because I made a choice in my life to be yeah. uh, discipline myself, to do what I, it requires. So, I want to say to somebody, as we close, you know, sometimes 
you have to do things that's uncomfortable to get yes. to the place and the purpose to where God wants you to be. Oh, I love that. And so uh, remember that the journey continues. U-turns are allowed. There's a place down the road called Stop and Fix It. I'm the proud pastor of the True Vine Missionary Baptist Church, 614 right. West First Street. 20 miles south of Dallas in Ferris, Texas, yes. 75125, where our motto, our mission statement is, uh, we're better together, and there is an audience of one. Lady D. Lady D. So I recently started my journey of weight loss. And Yay. so uh, I'm excited for that and where I've been. I'm 52 pounds down. Yes, oh, ma'am. Thus far. But, yes, yeah, so I'm excited awesome. for that. And Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> and, you know, y- y'all were saying all the things you are, but you didn't say the most important thing. And we are neighbors with Cheryl Jones, the Queen of Hearts. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> we want to thank Ms. Cheryl Jones for inviting us, the Queen of Hearts. Yes. You have truly been a blessing. <laughs> you just don't know. You have really helped this chapter out in our life. Uh, right. And God bless you. And the journey thank continues. Yes, and we're praying for you. Yes, it does. Y'all, I thank y'all so much for being here today. We have had a wonderful conversation of how God can show up in your life wherever you are. If you're in a tragedy that I just went through yesterday with my husband passing away, if you're in a weight loss journey and you thinking oh man the scale just not moving you know what i'm saying (laughs) he can definitely show you and be there for you you just gotta holler out to him what was it pump 10 and qt pump 10 and qt pump 10 and qt QT. he hollered out to god y'all and he came for him and he's 200 and some odd 298 down right 269 pounds oh yeah 269 y'all can y'all even believe that that's the god that we serve y'all so when you start to decide, okay, I'm going to stop being fake. I, I got to be real. I got to be the person that God intended for me to be. You'll start making those better decisions. You'll yeah. start seeking him for what you know is true in your life. Y'all, I seek God for what I know is true in my life. Yeah. And if I'm going to honor Rodney Jones in any way, Rodney Jones wants the queen of hearts to be known around the world. Amen. So that's what my goal is to be. So, y'all, join us next week on Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts. Thanks. Bye-bye. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless y'all. Hey, this is Cheryl Jones, host of Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts, broadcasting live each week on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central from Fishbowl Radio Network Studios. Log on to hear real talk, real guests, and real issues being solved every week. So be sure to log on each week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central to catch Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts. Jump in.